Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Mary Beth Highland. How are you doing, Mary Beth? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am so happy to be having this conversation with you and your beautiful community. And I am talking to you today from Baltimore, Maryland. Wonderful. So we had to reschedule because, you know, there was something going on. So uh, yeah, I live between here and Idaho. So when we were scheduled before, I live off the grid with no cell phone and no internet reception and a 200 square foot tiny home on a 100 acre ranch. And it's very difficult to have reliable reception. I have to hike about 45 minutes to get any kind of Wi-Fi. And some (laughs) might say, is that even possible? (laughs) I know. I'm living proof. You can survive without you someone You can survive. I love it. <laughs> Wonderful. Mary Beth Highland is a best-selling author and consultant on how to create thriving workplace culture. She successfully led culture change efforts across nearly every industry. She's a published thought leader in the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, and New York Times, to name a few. You can catch her interviews on how to reduce stress at work on ABC, CBS, and NBC. When she's not on podcasts like today, she can be found on horseback in the mountains of Idaho, wrangling cattle on her quest to become a cowgirl. Yay. So I think you're missing to align your life with your values at work, home, and within. I think it's just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Mary Beth. Likewise. <laughs> Wonderful. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client are high achieving executives and entrepreneurs who are just feeling like they have to burn out in order to be successful. Yeah. So is the, is the burnout the only cause or is there, or is there something more to that? It's so from, what do you think? Well, most people don't realize it, but yeah. um most of them have a really unhealthy relationship to work, thinking that they have to overachieve, right? They need to constantly be not only meeting their goals, but going above and beyond those goals. They are people Mm -hmm. who are so dedicated to their work that they put themselves behind in that process. And it sounds like you speak from experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I was clinically diagnosed with a work addiction when I was 27 years old. Mm. And I was getting all of the accolades, all of the praise, all of the bonuses, all of the awards. And I was dying inside. And I mm. had no idea how to change because I was mm. in such an extreme rinse and repeat, you know, cycle of like, well, this is just what I yeah. do. This is how I live. This is how I am successful and forgetting myself along the way. So now I have such a the gift and, and pleasure of working with people who can identify with that story in their own lives and are ready to have a support and guide to get them to the next place. Something I know you can relate to as well in your own journey of how important Definitely. it is to yeah. recognize that you as an individual are so much bigger than just your work 
and that you don't have to compromise the impact that you make with your work by having greater sense of well-being in the process. In fact, you make a bigger impact when you do that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, thank you for, for highlighting that and also for sharing uh, your little background story here. So um, the last time I checked, we're all humans, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so what are common mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve these challenges? Yeah, so most of my clients are really striving in big ways for other people's values. Hmm. So the majority of them haven't had the capacity or the guide or prioritize the time to figure out who am I and what are my values and how can I actually get in alignment with that in order to be successful versus what somebody else thinks is success. So for me, that was like, you know, what my dad told me I was supposed to be or my boss or whoever else. And then when I became an entrepreneur, it was like all my clients, I was looking for everybody else to validate my worthiness versus recognizing that that always existed inside of me. And that mm. that came from understanding where I was violating my own core values for the sake of prioritizing someone else's. It's funny how it is that the answer is always uh, in the bathroom, right? Just have to look into the mirror. <laughs> yep. Yes, you sure do. And it's so many of us want a quick fix, right? Myself mm. included. I've certainly been on that journey. It was like, can yes. I just pay you a bunch of money to fix all my problems? Yes. Uh, versus the time and commitment that it takes mm. to go within yourself and to recognize that you are actually the only one that has the solutions. You can have a guide to help you support you in illuminating some of those possibilities, but it's ultimately you that knows what's working and what's not working. Yeah, I totally agree. What, what, what a crazy concept, uh, being on a human journey, right? <laughs> yeah, I actually wrote a book called Permission to be Human. And yes. it's so funny because people are like, what do you mean permission to be human? And I said, well, you know, most people don't actually give themselves permission. They believe they have to be at some kind of robotic standard of success without taking into the fact that we are not robots. We are, in fact, human beings. And the best thing we can invest in right now, especially at the height of AI, is mm. our own humanity and our own human mm. experience and making ourselves more of who we are and less of who we think others want us to be. Very much resonating with myself. So thank you for sharing again. <laughs> so before I ask Mary Beth, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Mary Beth, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these issues? Yeah. One of my favorite things that people don't recognize is that our values are in action all the time and they don't realize it because they haven't necessarily gone through the process of uncovering what their values are. But here is the greatest way you can learn whether or not you're in or out of alignment with your values. Notice your energy. When your energy is being filled, you are in alignment with your values. And when your energy is being drained or at worst, like sucked dry, you are violating your values. Mm -hmm. And so it's an experience where in real time you can notice, 
huh, I'm really energized right now. What is it about this experience that's activating my values? Is it the people, right? Connection or sense of belonging? Is it the actual experience itself? What are the values related to that? Like, how am I actually coming alive in this moment versus recoiling and not wanting to be here on the opposite end of that? Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, so the value indicator in itself is kind of like uh, at the core of that. So well, thank you for sharing that and reminding us again. So how, and it's just, yeah, it's just easy to explain also, but you know, just yeah, being human we again, all know right? it. That's what I love about values. <laughs> yeah. We actually yeah. all are fluent in the language of values. We just haven't been yeah. given that like opportunity to translate it because everyone mm. knows if they feel energized or drained to a certain extent. And the more you practice, the more your antenna can be super highly in tune with, Ooh, I know why this is really awful for me. It's because it's violating my value of accountability or inner harmony or sense of belonging or whatever it may be. Mm. Whereas at the same time, when you're really happy, you're really excited, you're feeling this sense of aliveness, you can have that antenna up and start asking yourself, what is it that's creating that? And, and most people can do this with just a little bit of practice. There's a reason why we call the show Lift Off with Energizing Results, right? <laughs> Wonderful. So I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, it's a really great sort of coupling to the last question of notice your energy. You can do that anytime, anywhere. You don't need anything. But then the second part of what are the values connected to that experience, that, that can be a little trickier for somebody who maybe hasn't mm -hmm. done any values work before. And so we have a free quiz. It's on our website. That's just corevaluesquiz.com, corevaluesquiz.com. And you can take a, an assessment in five minutes or less, and it'll be emailed to you, your results. So then you can at least have a starting ground to understand, okay, here are some of the words that are associated to the things that matter most to me, my core values, or the things that don't resonate with me, or the aspirational values that I wish I had. And so our values profile will give you that information for yourself so that when you do start noticing your energy, you have another tool to layer in um, some translation for yourself on why it's feeling great or why it's feeling awful. Wonderful. So please check it out. And we, of course, we put everything in the show notes so you can get there easily. So, um, Mary Beth, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, the one question you should have asked me. Um, it's funny because like my intuition just said this and I, I, I don't know if people actually want to know about this, but I think they do because they ask me pretty often. But um, this whole idea of like going from being a, how do you go from being a high achieving city life dweller to a uh, mindful grounded homesteading cowgirl? Like, you know, what's, how do you make that transition? That would be the question that I had come to me. Well, now I'm curious. So please. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because people who have known me through the years and have experienced who I was and who I am and who I'm becoming, they're like, I never thought it'd be possible for you because I was mm. in such a hustle mode. I was always at every event. I was always the last one to leave and the first one to show up. I was constantly out and doing things. And now my greatest 
pleasure in life comes from being alone in the mountains and quiet, not even speaking. Mm. Um, it's what creates the most rejuvenation for me. And I would say that the way to get there is by having faith in yourself and your intuition. Um, one of my favorite stories of sort of my own hero's journey, as we all have, we all have this in our lives, right? Multiple over and over again, hero's journeys. But when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a cowgirl. My uncle was a cowboy and I thought it was the coolest thing. And then I became an adult and thought that that was stupid and dangerous and I wouldn't make enough money and that's not a real job. And mm -hmm. I told myself all these stories about why I couldn't do it. And then slowly but surely, the universe kept sending me all these messages and invitations and opportunities to reconnect with that part of myself. And now I am happy to say, as you said in my intro, like, not only do we now have a home out there, um, but I'm wrangling cattle on a regular basis. And we're starting a quest to become homesteaders and live fully off the grid. And so mm -hmm. it is possible. And you do not need to know every step. You just mm -hmm. need to take the first step and then be there for a little while and then see what mm. the next step is. You don't need to have the whole plan figured out. No, you definitely don't have to figure it out at once. But no, well, thank you for sharing this, this little insights. And it, it really resonates deeply with me. And also, as you, as you earlier shared, that you are kind of like uh, off the grid and then coming back. So, and, you know, I sensed really that, you know, that undertone of, of confidence and certainty about that and not being worried about that. So that just showed me how you already are there. Well, let me tell you, it didn't be. come without worry. No, no, of course. <laughs> Not it saying that. Part of the journey along the way, but <laughs> it was the confidence and faith that had to be bigger yes. than the worry. It had to be bigger. And I've certainly gone through that experience of the roller coaster of like, is this the dumbest thing in the whole world to like, this is the greatest sense of freedom and aliveness. <laughs> and so I'm not to downplay that. It's not a ch setting mm. the switch on or off. It's, it's a constant, right. But always having that greater faith, that unwavering faith in what your intuition is telling you mm. is real to listen and to do something about what you hear and really take it, cherish what that information is for yourself and your and, life. Yeah. And all that with the permission to be human, right? Yes, have full permission <laughs> to be human along the way. Wonderful. So this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your loved ones uh, and why? I love that you asked this question. Uh, so I just had, we just had Thanksgiving and mm -hmm. I got to meet my likely future Uh, extended family. My niece is likely, you know, going to get engaged soon and that her uh, boyfriend's parents came. And it was an mm -hmm. experience where there was a lot of stories about what it meant and what it was going to be like. And it turned out that this was just the most amazing couple, the, these parents that came to the point where the, the, the father um, really just connected with my husband and I on a spiritual level almost instantly, almost instantly. And it was through shared values. And we all were talking about how we were getting goosebumps because, you know, you kind of assume it's going to be a little awkward and like, what's this going to be like? And it turned out that it was like soul family from the moment that we connected. And it felt so great uh, to be able to have that in an extended way too, in a way that was uh, unexpected delight. 
Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Mary Beth, for, for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment with your loved ones. And uh, yeah, so we can be part of that little story. So thank you, Mary Beth, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights that you share with us today. Thank you so much. It was a gift to be here. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.